It is Thursday, the 9th of January, 2020. Welcome to Two Guys, One Cup, an AFL podcast. My name is Will Anderson. And my name is Charlie Clawson. A little mini off-season pod. Uh, a bonus. Bonus pod. Two Guys, One Cup, because uh, we are running a fundraiser. Uh, for the bushfires, for bushfire relief at the moment uh, through our other podcast, TOFOP. And uh, we put out a bonus episode of TOFOP. Uh, I put out a bonus episode of Philosophy, And now we're putting out this little bonus episode of Two Guys, One Cup just to encourage you to go to the link uh, that will be on all our social media and link to this episode and donate. If everybody listens to this, donates a dollar. That's yeah. the thing that I keep saying. Because yeah. if everybody who gets this free content can find a dollar and put it towards it, we could still probably double... The amount of money we've already raised. Yeah. If you think that this show is worth a dollar. A dollar. A dollar. For the entire year. Just a dollar. Well, if you think this show, combined with the good feeling of helping out those who need yeah. help, is worth a dollar. Now, come I on. I mean, if you like this show, 10 cents worth of enjoyment, but you have 90 cents of uh, a community spirit, put it to good use. Yeah. In fact, leave that in the comments <laughs> when you donate. Break it down. How much is you enjoy this podcast, and how much is actually in you just you can be like one percent for the podcast, ninety nine percent for the fireflies. <laughs> so, what do we talk about in the off season? We feel like people were clamoring. I saw during like trade period and stuff, and the draft for us to to comment. Uh, any of that stuff fresh in your memory? Anything that. You've been dying to talk about? I mean, the fact that the Bulldogs are probably going to win the Premiership. Good drafting. The Bulldogs and Saints did pretty well out of the trade period. Uh, the, it was a great trade period for both our clubs. Uh, the Bulldogs... We even did a little exchange. It was a two guys, one cup trade period where <laughs> Josh Bruce went to the Bulldogs. I guess we had the... Uh, who was the guy we had before that? Uh, the dude who retired. God, I just can't remember his name. Forget it. Uh, well, jo- you got we got Josh Bruce, which... Yeah. Um, is fantastic. In fact, the Aussiest recruiting policy of all time, as I said at the time, Keith and Bruce. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just like... The, they were the like, most Aussiest. <laughs> Bevo's looked at the Bulldogs list and he goes, we need some more Aussiness. You know what I like? We feel like this Bulldogs list is promising, but un-Australian. I felt like that was one of the most in good spirit trades, like both the Bulldogs and the Saints. There was some haggling over what picks we were going to get. What it was worth, but it got done. But I follow like both Bulldogs players and Saints players on Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff. And... There was just like a lot of friendly banter and, and good luck and have a good time. It's like, oh, this is good. I'd like to think that Two Guys, One Cup is responsible for some of that goodwill between our two clubs. Well, they should have the Two Guys, One Cup rivalry round. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if this podcast became successful enough that they had an entire game that was based around the Charlie and Wheel Shield, <laughs> the Two Guys, One Cup Shield that they awarded at the end of the game. And both of us got to be on the voting panel for the best player because it had to be... On the day, it's not the player who is necessarily... You know how we some on Anzac Day? No. It's not the player who is necessarily best on ground on Anzac Day. It is the player that best represents the, the Anzac spirit, spirit yeah. right? And so in ours, it would be the player that best represented the two guys, one cup yeah. spirit. In best, best haircut? Yeah. They've got the best haircut. They've the got best a new ni- haircut for Best the nickname? Like the cleverest nickname with the best haircut. And uh, wash their own socks. Washes their own socks. <laughs> The two guys, one cup shield. 
Um, so wrapped with Bruce, obviously, you know, needed that big sort of that presence. Let Norton develop. You need yeah. that kind of experience forward. The good thing about Josh Bruce too is he is that kind of classic second forward where occasionally he'll bob up and kick four or five and, you know, be your key forward. But mostly what he does is just smash into blokes and allow your younger, more skillful guys to get the ball. Which is exactly what we need. Yeah. And uh, also uh, Waitman, who was our top uh, draft pick. Dale's son? Yeah, Dale Waitman's son. Son of Flea, soft. His brother. (laughs) Weirdly. Yeah. (laughs) Dale Waitman's mum got one, one, one away really late. <laughs> or even better, the twins. is actually you drafted a 56-year-old. <laughs> yeah, we were just like, you know what? Dale Waitman was a good player. Dale Waitman was like, he was one of those guys that was in the, in the midst of Richmond's kind of like low point, I guess. If you think it's like a 20-year period in the wilderness or 30-year, he was that like, he was that captain that I feel like we have with Jaron Jar- Geary is our version of that now. It's like, well... We're sort of in a rebuild. Who are, you just pick that player who maybe isn't the best player, but represents what your club needs to get around. Well, that's what I felt like we drafted really well. So he's an exciting sort of young, small forward. That's his, yeah. you know, a bit of like magic in the forward line. And then, I mean, Alex Keyes. You got Magic Door as well. And we got Magic Door, <laughs> yes. And um, uh, yeah, Alex Keyes to me could be the recruit of the year. If he gets fit, mm. he's ready to go. See, okay, but isn't there some quick? Because we were looking at him, at him as well. We wanted a centre half back. We ended up get getting Dougal Howard from Port, who I believe should be Doogie Hauser. If Dougal Howard is not Doogie Hauser by the end of 2020, we're not doing our jobs here. Yeah, well, Doogie Hauser, and then he'd be uh, MD, <laughs> and then he'd be Michael Diamond, and then he'd be gold medal, and then he'd be shooter, and his nickname would be shooter. <laughs> Uh, the Alex Heath we had a good look at, but then there was some kind of issue with his back, right? Yeah, he's got he's got there's a bit of an injury cloud over him, but yeah, so that's the big question mark. I mean, if interesting if dude. he can get himself fit, he's an like, like what state, I hear about is state that level he's a, cricketer, like excellent yeah. athlete, and quality a, quality person, still got a fair bit of football. I know because he's only let's played less than a hundred games, but the way people were rating him for a twenty seven year old was just like, yeah, I mean, he's like your ready made yeah. leader. Yeah, which and, is amazing. Well, this is like I, I was. Can you imagine being good at one thing, let alone two things? <laughs> I was looking at Eastern Wood the other day, and because Eastern Wood stepped down as until he until like the police found you, <laughs> like Mr. Wood's yeah, been complaining. I was staring at Eastern yeah. Wood, my little bobblehead of Eastern Wood yeah. that I have up there, and uh, he stepped down as captain, and he's not going to have to carry that back line now. Yeah. Like all I was thinking was, if you're Eastern Wood going into 2020 footy season, you're like. Things at Eastern good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just look like a real weight off his shoulders. So they've done that in your forward line and your back line. Essentially, yeah. you've drafted to allow your more skillful, creative players to not get bashed up every week and have to take the biggest opponent every week. We really just drafted for what we needed. That was, yeah. the, that was that what it seemed like. We identified exactly what we needed. There were two players that fit that bill and we went after them and we got them. It was exciting. Yeah. And then St Kilda, they were like... You know, they had a really good day on Wheel of Fortune. It's time to let's go shopping. I'll have one of those and one of those. Yeah. It was like late night drunken Amazon drafting. What I liked about it was it was kind of like if it was speed dating or whatever. They just said, I like her, I like her, I like her, I like her. Let's go. Yeah. And it's like they didn't play any games. There wasn't, they, I mean, in the end. They were one of those uh, ones on Tinder where they're like, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Let's just see what happens. But there was no negotiate. They have Charlie Claus yeah. negotiating skills. Because in the end, we actually gave up quite a bit, future draft mm. picks and players and stuff. So it wasn't like we got a steal. I think it was 
Con- con- commensurate? Is that mm. the right word? No, you, you put it all on your credit cards and hope that it'll work yes. out. Yes. You're like, oh, we'll f- like, if this all works out, it'll pay for itself. Yeah. Everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As long as I can make the payments every yeah. month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We cause, we are the global financial crisis <laughs> of the AFL. They lent us too much. We went too crazy. No, I think it's good. It reminds me a bit of the Saints had a period when they drafted like Nick Revolt and Cozzy and they were young players and they went out and got Gehrig, Hamill, Heath Black, just a bunch of kind of like good, big-bodied, sturdy players to say, okay, well, that'll actually stop us having to put these guys into key positions too early because we have some promising talent. Well, you kind of drafted like a startup team. Yes. You know, like that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, like (laughs) the Gold Coast with a bit of money to spend. But you kind of have a... I think that you're like, here's some young players that we have. Mm. We have this sort of next generation that is starting to show some promise now. And if we can just get the right people around them, yeah. maybe we can turn into a, a really good team more we, quickly just, than we were going to. It was the same strategy as the Bulldogs. We just drafted for more areas of the ground. So mm. we did like Ruck to give Ron Marshall help with Paddy Ryder. And then like young Hunter Clark, our midfielders, we get like Brad Hill, who helps out Jack Billings, put him on the other wing. You get Nathan Jones, who takes some heat off uh, Hunter Clark and then Dougal Howard allows the back line to get better as well, which is like Josh Battle. So we just covered, same strategy, just covering more of the ground. So how do you feel about the Saints going? Like, I mean, I would joke, uh, I <laughs> joked before about the Bulldogs winning in the Premiership, but I suddenly look at our team and with the age demographic and how we finished last season and you think, okay, the Bulldogs are aiming for definitely making finals and hopefully making top, top four in four, the finals. I reckon. But definitely making finals. Yes. Like it that's, would, yeah. it would That's be, how high you can go in the finals. Yeah, absolutely. And so... Oh boy, what that, a delicious, well, it's exciting. almost Richmond-y setup. It's exciting, <laughs> yeah. but it could all get fucked up pretty quickly. Yeah. But there's no real excuse. We've had the sort of premiership and then the sort of rebuild post the premiership and, you know, Bont and, and sort of McRae and all those guys, that midfield are all the right age to if they're going to become this sort of dominant group and this dominant team, they're all at the right age to do it. So mm. it'll either be a really exciting or really disappointing year. Yeah. Well, I figure for the Saints, the last two years have been the most disappointing with the most adversity. You know, uh, 2018, we win four games when we were tipped to make finals. This year, we don't have any senior players to select for the first, like, 10 rounds. Our captain... Like a heroic captain gets a corky, needs his leg operated, comes back and then breaks that leg. <laughs> like mm. it was just a season of one of those kind of seasons. And we still managed to win like nine odd games or something. So I feel like what happened this year was we saw Josh Battle, Hunter Clark, Rowan Marshall, some real kind of, and Jack Billings took another step, Gresham. It's go, okay, you know what? Maybe those guys that we invested in a few years ago are starting to show enough that if we build around them, but who knows? Like we are... I think finals would be probably at the peak of what we could do this year. Like even if we sneak into the top eight, but who knows? Like we're a startup. <laughs> Gold Coast, to my great disappointment, looked like they have held their shit together. Yeah, really well. Kept Ben King. That was huge. Uh, really have re-signed a, you know, a bunch of good young players who obviously want to stick around. They drafted yeah. really well. They've got the best two players in this draft they both seem to want to go their best mates their yeah their i loved how together. much that was a story that they're best mates like that you know if you get them together you're going to get the best of both maybe maybe but friends do have fights and stuff <laughs> but what if they fall out of love with each other well i mean I it's guess, awkward 
I mean, it is awkward, but you can deal with that eventually, right? Yeah. It's better to recruit some people who have like a vested interest in, like, you don't have to go to a new place and make new mates. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, coming out of the Gold Coast, think about every club. There's always a story of two mates, like at Hawthorne, it's like, you know, Ruffy and Hodgie and stuff, and the Saints, like Cozzy and Rui. There's always, you can think of, like, guys who hang out together are mates, but who at the Gold Coast hangs out together? I, well, they have some golf days, but that <laughs> <laughs> tends to tear, the, tear it all apart. Um, Name two mates from the Gold Coast. Who do you think from the Gold Coast hang out together? Um, I, Name two players from the Gold Coast. <laughs> well, this is I was going to say. Uh, ben King. <laughs> ben King and Timita Peter, because uh, they're both so tall. And Hipwood. <laughs> ben King and Hipwood hang out together. I, I reckon Ben King and two Peter Meter shop at Solways. <laughs> Or High and Mighty, which is, is it the same store? Yeah, the big man store. Or something's, something the big man store. Yeah. I think it was called High and Mighty. Um, okay, so, okay, riddle me this. Yeah. Because they were, allegedly they were the best one and two player in the league pretty much anyway. Yeah, and so one's Dean Anderson's son, Noah. Yes. And who's the other one? The one who went, got drafted first draft. I would have been able to tell you in the... The couple that was of all the talk. It, his best friends. Yeah. I only know Noah Anderson because his dad played for St Kilda. Well, so Noah Anderson, number two, got drafted at number two, right? And you must love that. Does that make the Anderson clan proud? Yeah, yeah. A victory for one Anderson <laughs> is a victory for all Andersons. We we send out a little group uh, yeah. group text, group we've text, got a, WhatsApp. We've got, we've got a WhatsApp group. It's all the Andersons in the world. You know who was rap for him? Julian Anderson <laughs> from the X Files. Big, big Noah Anderson fan. Um, uh, Anderson Park, the rapper. Uh, we let him in. I don't know that. <laughs> do you know Anderson Park? No. But he was in Rhythm and Flow. Anyway, that's another oh. podcast that we do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, no, what I was going to ask you was, how much does them being mates, because they were number one and number two anyway, they just, as a bonus, happened to be best mates. Yeah. But say, for example, that you had the dude who went at number one, and Kobe Stevens, sorry, I just remembered. There's a Saints player who came from the Bulldogs, and I forgot it, and it's been bugging me all day. Kobe Stevens went from the Bulldogs to the Saints. He, he was the initial <laughs> two guys, one cup shield player. Sorry, continue. They're best friends. <laughs> it's been bugging me. Like, I've got to be honest, I've been listening to you and engaging in conversation, but in the back of my mind, I've just been going, what was that player's name, Kobe Stevens? <laughs> Tough player, good player. Um, if Noah Anderson was the fourth best or fifth best player in that draft rather than being the second best, but he's the guy who's first best, best mate. Does that, how much does that rocket you up? No, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they say, look, this guy's really yeah. only about a 15, but his yeah. best mate's at number one. But, bumps him to eight. Yeah. <laughs> split the difference, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Wherever he is, you just split the difference. Well, I guess, I mean... Like if he's the fourth best player, you take you go okay. Do you roll the dice on that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, especially if they played. Because the, so the best mate factor if, rockets him up to second. If they played in the same team, yeah. and you could see on the field what they could do together, and one's four and one's one, definitely, definitely. Unless number two is also like number one. Do you think that both of them? Because the thing about best mates also is. Yeah. It's such a... They hold each other's dicks in their weed. <laughs> no, they went to Gold Coast, not Adelaide. <laughs> and so, no, no. What I'm saying is that you can have more than one best mate. Like, best mate is like, 
It's not an official position. Like it's a oh, for some people it is. Okay, so like definitely, if they grew up together, you do know, you think that they've got friends. another mate who's really Oh, who thought he was number he, one? He was like, I thought I was your best mate, <laughs> mate. You're not even pick thirty seven. <laughs> He doesn't even he doesn't even play footy, but he gets drafted at sixty five <laughs> with a speculator by the Gold Coast. They're like, you know what? We'll just put him on the list because he's his best mate. Okay, you so, know, Will, okay. That, that makes sense. That's why I was never drafted because I always used to say, my mum's my best mate. Okay, so <laughs> but like we like him, but we don't have to drop okay the old lady. So say you were the best player in the comp- like yep. the best player in the draft, yeah, and your once in a generation changed the list, yep. you know, changed the team, but you say to them. I would like you to use your pick 65 to just draft my best mate and put him on the yeah, list. Take Will. He does not play football. Yeah, he's got bad hits. <laughs> really bad hits. It's in his mid-40s. <laughs> However... Where's glasses now? If you want to... Ca- we'll fail drug tests. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> well, that's okay. He only wants one game. He only wants one game. Like, he'll probably die. Like, first bit of contact, he will die. He might break in half. Maybe the first incident of seeing a man actually literally get broken in half. But he just wants one game. Pick 65. Pick 65. Like, they're those rubbish picks that people only have for... Oh, project players get picked for 60. You know, they'll get some basketball or or guys just switch from cricket or something. Yeah, I could be the equivalent of somebody who switched from another sport. (laughs) Except you've got no interest in actually teaching me to be a player. You've purely got me on the list to keep my best mate happy. Would you do it? If I, if if just say you're best mates with next year's number one draft pick. Yeah, already people had asked questions about that. (laughs) What's that 45-year-old doing? You know, his best mate is doing VCE. Where's your best mate? At school is. I can't go with him because I'd be a toolie. <laughs> All right. No, it's a family friend. It's a family yeah. friend. So you've known this kid and his yeah. dad, your mates with him and his mum his whole life. And uh, he looks to you a mentor to him, okay. you know, your mentor and a best friend, yes. but you know, very close. And so he says, well, they're going to take me number one. I reckon I can get them to take you with a late pick. And I'm going to insist that they play you in the first, for just for one game. One game. Yeah. Your, your pick. As far as we go in the season, your pick. Would you take it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what game would you pick? Against the Bulldogs? So you could just go around just shaking all their hands. <laughs> give it, lose the game. Yeah, you'll lose the game for them. It's like, like you have any influence. He, he laid 180 tackles, or as he called them, cuddles. <laughs> All off the ball. <laughs> just spend the whole game running up to Bulldogs players and just cuddling them. Could you? You couldn't do that. If you could, you go on up and just put your arms around. Like if you just say you're playing in the forward line, it's a ball up in the middle. If you just went up to your opponent and just, just gave put him your a cuddle, yeah, I think you'd be fine. You're not tack. Oh yeah, you wouldn't. That, yeah, until the ball came until, into yeah, play, until they went to move and you were. Uh, Hop in, in, impeding. I wanted to say retarding, and then, like, even though I was saying it in the right way, yeah, that word right. is such so. a tough word to like. You're like, I'm just going to have a think about this word <laughs> before I roll this out. Um, impeding their impeding their attack on the yeah, ball. Yeah, their attack on the ball. Yeah. So if I just went up and gave you a cuddle, just a little sort of yeah little hug cuddle, and you weren't running towards the ball, the umpire wouldn't penalise me, would he? I don't think so, because hijinks like that have taken place for years, like yeah. Dermy and used to kiss people. Or... Yeah, exactly. We haven't seen that in a while. Where's the guy doing the handstand in front of someone in the goal square? That's what I do for the entire game. 
Like, I'd be in honor back, of Jacko. Except because my hips are so bad, it takes a long time to get in a handstand. <laughs> Like the whole first quarter is just me just getting like as the play goes on around the ground, I'm just slowly, slowly trying to get it to the ground. The boundary umpires are coming out trying to help you, holding you steady as you your rickety old hips try and extend. The crowd's or cheering. I just keep failing to do it, but just for the entire trying. quarter, just try. And I would love it when you're on hands and knees. The ball comes in, a big pack forms. You don't see it, but the audience just have their holding their breath, watching this ginormous <laughs> pack of players fall onto you, who's already on the ground. Uh, and then I die, yeah. and you say, I told you he'd probably die. I said to you, he will probably die. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if I'd do it. I'd do it, but I would, I, would, I would ask if I could play. I mean, what's the... In the I was going to say, in the old days, you'd play in the forward pocket. That was like the safest... Yeah. place to hide a player is that still Absolutely. is there any place to hide a player now no not in a real game but if you were going to play well no not if, even if you had to hide me like yeah. I have moderate football ability never was higher than like a shitty amateurs player but I know how to kick and mark and run and all that kind of stuff where would you play me you have to play me for 20 minutes in a quarter yeah plug a stuff out of the goal square right I would literally Bring just say to you, you just you just stand in this little area and you never leave this area and occasionally, one might just drop in your arms. Do you <laughs> Never mean? leave. Stay right here. <laughs> Stay right here. If people are running towards you, you can get out of the way. Just you, step behind the guy. Do you not try and get any value from me? Do you say no. something like, if your opponent goes, just stay with him, get in no. front of him. When the ball comes in, just harass him. Uh, my, my value for you is putting you in a position whereby, like, because the truth of it is, in the AFL these days... Like if you went up and played like some team defense, you'd still get exploited because, you know, we're just not at the fitness level or the yeah. you know, coordination level to be able to do that. However, there are times in games where the ball, someone gets the ball, at, you know, turns it over as one team goes the other way. And the fact that you're in the goal square by yourself, yeah. occasionally it could just Opportunist. Get, like, you know, that Paddy Dangerfield style, just like belt it, that torp it out of the middle. And would you not want just, to give me any other, you just don't think I'd be able to handle even just a run with roll? No. Get to a good bit exhausted. Much better off in this position of just putting something into their heads. Going, what the they fuck are they to, doing with this what guy? Are they doing? This five foot ten guy who's forty two years old doesn't even wear socks. Just played him out of the square. Complained that they didn't have any socks for him because they for a while they would play someone on you. Yeah, until they realized. Until they. <laughs> I mean, how long do you think it would take a professional footballer <laughs> to size up that he didn't have a thing to worry? I mean, about? you're fit. I'm fit. So like, but I do not have a physique of an athlete. No, but you're fit. Yeah. So I mean, I guess there's there's footballers who don't have athletes' bodies. Like exactly. Jake Stringer doesn't have an athlete's body. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that yeah. is plenty. But I'm small by AFL standards. I'd be like I'm like you know Jack Loney, Caleb Daniel size. Yeah. So they'd put a small on me. Well, put a helmet on you, like Caleb Daniel, so <laughs> yeah. people can't see how old you are. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. Okay, I think I'll do it. All right, yeah. if you're just going to play me the forward line and all I have to do is just read it off the pack. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, if a big pack formed, I, I would shit run. myself. That's okay. You yeah. have permission to run away. If yeah. people come near you. <laughs> run. Run. <laughs> and scream if you want. If it makes you feel better. <laughs> I even remember as a player when I was playing against guys of my ability and size, whenever a big pack went up, I just was, I had, I just was not able, I didn't have the leap or anything to compete. So as always, I would just run... 
jump and close my eyes and just launch into the pack and just see what happened. Well, just do that. Yeah. You can do that if you want. I'll get killed. Can you he, imagine? Here's what we're going to do. Do whatever you feel like. That is my advice to you. All right. Don't feel like you, we're going to constanza it. Yeah. Because we're already putting ourselves in a situation where it's the opposite of what it should be. It's, you know, like it's not some fit young athlete. It's an old man who hasn't played at that level <laughs> before. We've got to go full Costanza. Yeah. Everything has to be the opposite of what you would ordinarily do. So whatever your instincts are, you just do it. Okay. You right. have free reign. Yeah. And then you have to explain to Gemma why I died. <laughs> I won't have to explain. I told him to stay in the forward pocket. Yeah, I won't have to explain. It will be replayed <laughs> on every television show in the country. Um, Alex Rance left. Uh, it retired yep which i guess was one of the other big stories since we've last talked one of uh, uh, two guys one i cup. mean it's a favorite alex it's alex Rance. surprisingly big story like i was in up in like northern new south wales and it was everywhere up there as well like i i always knew alex Rance was well respected and stuff but it was huge news in melbourne wasn't it well i think it's because him being so hot has contributed to global warming <laughs> So that's actually why he's... A lot of people have been asking questions about why he's retired so early and why he's still... And the real reason is that he couldn't contribute to that hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> he's actually going to... Um, what's the man in the Iron Mask style? Yeah. Just put it, lock his head, his beautiful face away in a dungeon. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of weird. Like he, he, Everyone sort of was saying like two years ago, if you'd been reading his statements, or three years ago, before they won the premiership, this wasn't, you know, he was always spoke about his faith and, you know, wanting to well, he tried, give equal time. They tried to, he tried to retire one other time, like early on. Yeah. Well, he was going to have three a, years ago, right? He was going to have a year off. He was going to um, go on a... Mission. A, yeah, do... Mission? Yeah, do his mission. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Mission to Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to recreate all the uh, Police Academy movies. Little known fact grand... about Alex Rance is he can make any noise with yeah. just his mouth. <laughs> That's why he's such a good yeah. defender. They call him the White Winslow. Yeah, because yeah. he'd be playing on someone and he'd just make the sound of a whistle. Another yeah. <laughs> player would think play had stopped. Yeah. Oh, the amount of times he got a spoil because somebody thought they were being attacked by a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Is that Jimi Hendrix playing guitar back here? <laughs> uh, now, let's, uh, we're keeping this short. We need to do another podcast yes. because, uh, as Will stated earlier, this is all about driving people to our GoFundMe page. There'll be a link in this description. So wherever you've downloaded this podcast, if you just check the details, there'll be a link that'll take you straight to our GoFundMe. Uh, anything that you can give, um, you know, like Will says, if everyone donated a dollar, 90 cents because they uh, charitable people and 10% because they like us. There is a place that you can leave comments. Yeah. I'm very open to you leaving a donation and telling us which percentage is because <laughs> of us and which percentage is because of the real heroes. <laughs> uh, play on, not 15. Ball. We are two guys, one car.